Oh, I hear it. You, there's one. Awesome. That's going to distract me. That's like when I'm reading at night and the binding of the book makes like a little bit of a sound. Right. And he's just like, what is it? It says like there's sand grinding. I'm like, it's the fucking book binder. <laughs> wow. You guys chose the, the worst city to live in then, right? Oh, my God. Well, I, I mean, I didn't really have much of a choice. I was born here. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I guess I stayed. I guess that was my choice to stay. Or leave and come back. And... Yeah, I think my hearing's having, like, as I get older. Mm-hmm. It's, like, kind of weird. Yeah. I think they, they said that, like, the ear starts, like, deteriorating at, like... I don't know, like a hundred or whatever That's, decibels or whatever, something like that. Um, and then like New York City has like 140, like daily, like just regular New York City. I don't know, my hearing's getting pretty bad. I recently picked like I noticed that oh, I have so to so much better. Okay. constantly ask people to repeat themselves <laughs> at work. Oh yeah. Well, you work in UPS too, so that's not like the quietest space. No, it's still it's a work it. There's like it gets pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, my, my tinnitus is, I've, I've learned to live with it because I've had it for most of my life just being, uh, you know, my stepdad was in a band and they used to practice in the basement underneath my bedroom when I was a kid. So oh, wow. I would go to sleep to this. And uh, as I get older, just being in bands myself, I'm always next to the fucking drum set. So it's like, no matter what's going on, there's always a... In so yeah, it, it has done something to your hearing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we can't even go to a show now without your without earplugs. Oh, I haven't gone without earplugs since. Oh no, actually, I always. I don't even know. Do you, I used to think like I don't know why people wear earplugs. I thought I would never, and now when yeah. I go to one, I gotta wear. I one. feel like I feel like you can experience it better too, right? Because like I, it, it filters out all like the unnecessary. Like, my favorite songs, I'll take them out. So okay. The full, like, right, right, yeah. But after you go to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shows, you're like. Nah, I love you. Have a, like your ring was ringing for like a week, and then you're like, "That's just as bad." Yeah. 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 I, I I will not go to a show that your plug since I was a teenager because I saw Fugazi play, and I couldn't hear it for three days. Damn. Yeah, like it was ter- it was terrifying. Were you really close? I was. It was. I mean, like this. Oh god. Yeah. You're right there. Yeah, my eardrums just like they couldn't take it, and then that you know never fully recovered from that. I think it's crazy. Should be good like this. I think so. Not you mics on opposite sides. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a mic specialist. I mean, I think it's not my forte. <laughs> no, it sounds good. Okay. Okay. If anything, like, so it's episode three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready when you want. So yeah, three, two, one. All right. Hey, this is episode three of the Sounds Like NYC podcast. I'm Bruce. Yeah, I'm David. And we got two. Very interesting guests with us Two today. Super interesting people we met on uh, Instagram. Yes. Just hit up. Um, what you do there? I'm sorry. You got it. Anyways, got it. Cool. So yeah, I got Dennis right here with his wife. Uh, tell us, tell us what you guys do. We yeah, we, we paint. We live in New York City. Been here. I've been here since '93. Um, and the Instagram thing's sort of new before us. I guess it has like. Uh, two years maybe, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's, it's a great way to like uh, get your images and stuff out there. And over the past couple of years, we've been focusing mainly on uh, painting box trucks. 
So that's like the main um, focus of the painting as of like the past couple of years. So you're saying the Instagram is newer to you now? Yeah, I don't know how long it's been around or been out, but I feel like I've only been using it for maybe two years. So before it was the painting, was it like just kind of a thing you did? Oh yeah, yeah, it's always just something that I, that I did. Um, you know, whatever, like at home, always, you know, growing up and painting. But then having Instagram was just like this free way, this great way to like post pictures and connect and share um, with distribution kind of instantly. Um, yeah. So it kind of made that like, I guess even like meeting you guys, and yeah. meeting people that you wouldn't normally meet, um, great way to just happened, happened faster. Yeah, and it makes it kind of fun because you get to meet more people and, uh, you know, share. Yeah, I think I think we we definitely have it a lot easier than you know artists did before. Like I, I really don't know like how how people would uh, distribute back then. It was just like all like what like flyers on. Oh, I miss that. I miss fly. I'm Rhea, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I miss that. I miss you know it being word of mouth. You know, you had to really be into something and yes. you'd really be telling people about it because it was something that was very passionate to you. So you get, you, if you had a flyer, that was sort of a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I miss that kind of, um, that tangible old school, very tactile right, kind right. of, you know, and it was a, connection. Something that you had, like even now we were talking about like going to shows, like concert ticket stubs or whatever, but now it's like, yeah, you can get it on your phone or whatever, but like I have all my ticket stubs from right. growing up. So I go back and they're like a little bit of blood on them. They're wet. They're <laughs> yeah. But like that is a is a, a a feeling and a connection either from touching, from seeing, from smelling that you can like trigger your memory where we don't really get that so much now. So for us, I think it's a combination of how it was and how it is. Right. And so maybe now we're, we're we're playing a little bit of catch up with how it is because we're more used to how it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But that in between kind of gives us maybe the best of both. I think, you know, it's always uh, great to show your specs to how it is before, Mm -hmm. Uh, like physical, tangible copies of something like tickets, pictures. I always think that's very Mm -hmm. valuable and something to just not forget. Um, But back to what you're saying about social media, uh, how it's a great way to connect. I think a little bit of a double-edged sword. Um, I feel like a lot of people look over things. But, um, there's just so much. There's so much to look at, you know. Like it's, it's really hard to. It's it is easier to yeah. connect when you find the people and stay in the loop. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, it. Some people, uh, I think they take internet for granted. They just. Well, I think there's so much content that it's you're overwhelmed with what you're seeing. Oh, yeah. So, the chance to have a real. Um, connection, you know, inside, you know, you know, like if you hear a song or you see a painting and something stirs up inside of you, mm-hmm. you know, there's that real like emotional connection that you have. And I feel like with things like social media, um, you know, Instagram, Facebook, well, I, I don't even know. Do you guys even use, is that my grandma now for no, no, Facebook? No, no. It, like, yeah. I, it's, I just recently got on Facebook. <laughs> oh, is it coming back? Is it making I don't know. Back? I've never been a Facebook fan. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, there's so much information that I feel some people don't get the opportunity to have that emotional mm-hmm. connection with yeah. the, something visual, you know, of course. but I do appreciate that it's out there. I mean, it's a cool way to, you know, spread the word to a few hundred, to a few thousand, to mm-hmm. a million people, you know, as opposed to you're a flyer, man. I mean, and a flyer really brings out your local, uh, yeah. support. Right. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. great. Always seeing like maybe some familiar faces or getting to meet people in your area. Totally. Yeah, so you build a fan base. You know? Yeah, that's exactly. Friend base. 
So, like, oh, you know, the, the main thing that we talk about here is, like, how New York City makes, like, you know, how it's shaped you as an artist. So, like, how do you think, like, it, it's had, like, an impact on you, like, versus, like, if you grew up in, like, you know, Chicago or something? I hate Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been a crucial aspect for me. Mm-hmm. So, I was, I was 18 when I moved here, um, 43 now. I was born on Long Island, but I would say for the most part, I, like the growing happened here. Right. So like when you're still part of a teenager and I was sneaking out, coming here at 15, 16 in the city, you know, getting my fake ID, you could still drink beer on the street in the bag and like just a whole other, other place. Um, but so those years where you develop and where you try and where you explore, this city was a pretty crazy place for that kind of stuff to happen. Um, so A, surviving it, you know, through different, you know, addictions and, and scenarios and situations that have happened where, you know, unfortunately a lot of people, you know, didn't come out of them. Um, all, all these experiences and stuff that you have play into, um, you know, what you, the output you make visually as a, as a painter. Um, so some of those experiences were good, some of them were bad, some of them were very bad. But in the end, it, it, as a whole, it just, you're, you're, perspective of everything is better I think when you have had bad and when you have good and your appreciation of things so yeah the city itself has been um, definitely like instrumental um, to me and the, the, the look of it um, so I came and saw the um, the Basquiat um, retrospective at the Whitney when I was in 10th or 11th grade so that would have been like 90, 91 and seeing that like that was my defining moment to decide mm-hmm. to move here. So that was like a life changer. And you used to be a, a pretty serious athlete when you were in school. So I think that shift that you had, you know, from being, you know, doing all of these sports, all of these sports, and then, you know, suddenly you're, you know, face to face with you know, these works by, you know, Basquiat. I mean, that's, that, I mean, that's like a sort of a, a soul change. Right. Yeah. And he had this one painting where he had written um, spleen on it like twice. I think he had his spleen removed mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, holy shit, I had, I had half of my spleen taken out when I was a kid. My brother had his taken out. So I was like, that's it. I'm moving. Wow. This is, this yeah, is yeah. what I want to go. This is what I want to do. And then just the way that the energy from the city, um, how everything was dirty and gritty and there was graffiti and there was stickers and there was so much character to it yeah. that the energy that I felt there was just, there was no place else I would want to be. That's yeah. right. For sure. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, for me, it, it tended to be more therapeutic. Um, okay. I mean, you know, I was born in the Bronx. I lived on Long Island. I lived upstate. You know, I, you know, I, I kind of did a stretch everywhere. Well, not not jail time, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like full full blooded New Yorker. You know, from all, all all parts of New York. And I think you know, being in the city as a kid, you know, seeing the the subways and the trains and everything, that had a big impact on me. And I just wanted to put color on things. Mm-hmm. Didn't necessarily, you know, have a form. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff that I used to do was oil pastels. So I would just, you know, grab one and, you know, put it on the page and then use my, my hands and my fingers to move the color around and blend the colors until my fingertips were burning, you know, and I would do it until my hands hurt. And, you know, and then I would have to stop, you know, and then, you know, I would have a hard time getting the the color off of Mm -hmm. my hands, you know, and there'd be little smudges on my books that I'd be reading afterwards, but it was always very, it was a place for me to, 
to let out my frustrations or to find peace because mm-hmm. it was such chaos. I mean, you know, the Bronx was crazy, you know, when I was a kid, it was just nuts. You know, my parents never let me out. So I had to create my own worlds. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even, you know, being out on Long Island, you know, I, I didn't spend a lot of time out. Mm-hmm. I went to Catholic school. So there was a lot of oppression, a yeah. lot of rules. Yeah, yeah. And so I, you know, city like, let you yeah, 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 the city let you be free. And, and having, having the, uh, you know, I was lucky in that my, my parents were cool about, you know, the kind of music that I was interested in. My, you know, my stepdad was a musician. So I, I was lucky enough that, you know, being in a Puerto Rican culture, being in a Catholic culture, mm-hmm. um, that they didn't, you know, pr- uh, prohibit me from listening to heavy metal and, you know, right, drawing yeah. skulls and you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. But it was it was really a, just a place for me to work at my frustrations and find peace. It wasn't until um, when Dennis and I became friends. It's so weird to call you Dennis because I always call you baby. <laughs> when my husband and I <laughs> became friends, <laughs> baby and I became friends, um, I was so blown away by his work and watching it evolve. You know, I mean, we've known each other since the 90s. So I've seen a lot of changes. I've seen him go through a lot of, you know, different phases and I've watched his art, you know, shifting color and shape and inform. I mean, it's all, it's all been very, um, connected. I mean, you can, I can tell it's from the same person. Um, I, I saw pictures. I think it's a very distinct style. So yeah. I, I can totally see that it, you can, it's from sure. one person. Plus yeah. it's like, that's a really cool medium, but it's like, it's free advertising basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's cool. So when, you know, I mean, I had a crush on him. So I was like, if you ever need help with anything ever, you just let me know. Just let me know. And, you know, and I don't I didn't know how seriously he took it. And she so. used to work as a house painter. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I know. Outdoor house painter. Oh, yeah, like yeah, climbing so ladders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. In the seal. Thanks. Thanks for recognizing No, where that was... I was, in, I was in Ithaca. For the house painting? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was upstate working on a, on a paint. I was the only chick. Like, they were, they were like, the brothers of the brush. That's what they called it. And I was the only woman that was a house painter that did outdoor work. So, you know, I'd be, like, 40 feet up in the air, you know, like, stretching, trying yeah, to yeah. fall off of a ladder and over a cliff, you know. But you had to be precise because, you know, depending on the job, it was either, you know, you got to get it done, you got to get it fast, and it'll be good enough. Or you got to get it done, and you got to get it perfect because, right. you know, like, you only have this amount of time, and the customers are paying this amount of money. Well, that instilled this work ethic in me when it came to applying color. So it wasn't just about finding peace or letting out frustration. It was about applying color and applying it well and applying it clean. Right. So when he, in, you know, invited me to help, I, I was like, well, hell yeah. You know, I, get, <laughs> I get to do monsters now and like we're gonna use way cooler colors than, you know, painting somebody's house like this weird beige color. Like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, yeah. It's not, um, you put, you said you put, uh, it's on box cars, right? Or box trucks. Box trucks. Yeah, yeah. Box right. trucks, I was sorry. thinking. You're thinking sorry. of hobos. You know, no, I was thinking of, uh, <laughs> of a band. I'm sorry. Uh, um, what got you started on the box trucks? Like, well, just what said, that's what I'm going to do it on. Yeah, we, so we were talking about that recently. Um, I work in, at a shop called Ready, Set, and Greenpoint, and we do set building. Okay. So, built for fashion advertising. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot of the messengers have to come to the shop to pick stuff up when mm-hmm. they come to the shop in the box trucks. 
So after seeing these guys um, and getting to know them a little bit over time, you know, just getting a rapport with them and having them show up and seeing trucks from like Wayne that pulled up into the shop and Urbanimal and being able to take a minute and like really, instead of just seeing it like fly by on the street, walk around the truck, you know, talk to the guy that owns the truck, like how did, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. And really get to look at it like when you go to a museum mm-hmm. and you see like, you know, the side of a box truck is going to be almost the size of the wall that you have behind you. Yeah. So if you were to see that piece in a museum, you know, that's roughly the size of the Guernica, uh, the castle in Spain, when you go and see it and you're just like standing in front of it, this massive thing that hits you. In a museum, you don't often see paintings that large, but this truck that's going to run around the city seven days a week, you know, these guys work a lot. So maybe they take Christmas off, but other than that, they're out there working. <laughs> yeah. um, so to have that as like a blank canvas to be able to, a promote for you B clean up their truck and make them feel good about it because a lot of those trucks get hit with tags yeah, and yeah. they don't like that yeah, yeah. and then once somebody tags one it's kind of like the open invitation for other people to come around right. and tag it and tag yeah. it and you keep painting it white now it's just back to a blank canvas a lot of times it gets hit in the same neighborhood again mm-hmm. so that same kid will come back but we've kind of found once you put like an actual a piece of, of art on it and it looks finished then it tends to get left alone. Right. Yeah, I think so people respect that. It. Yeah. yeah, you know. So yeah, it was just huh. talking to these guys. You got to gain their confidence and you know their trust. Yeah, they have to like what you do. Right. And then when you tell them you're not going to charge them, <laughs> that's like, oh yeah, sure. Like, why not? Yeah. So they a they're like, well then you know you are you any good? You know, or you know why? They just it's kind of an odd concept these days to do something that uh, people don't really you know that you're not getting paid for. Yeah. But the value comes not from from dollars, but from everything else, you know, yeah, it's like, it's brand equity from the reaction as well. Yeah. Um, and, and we get to add something, you know, to this city that I feel like I've gotten so much from. So it's like, you know, you get to add, put something back on the street yeah. where you get comments on Instagram all the time. Like, Oh my God, I took a picture of it. I saw it ran by, it changed my day, made me so happy. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, that's just, that's priceless. You yeah, know, yeah. so forget, you know, 100, 200, 500 bucks. And if people are saying that, it's kind of, uh, it's yeah. kind of amazing. Yeah. And you get to paint what you want. You know, we, what, what is it? If you want, if, yeah, no, if no, you want to pay, you, 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 <laughs> no pay, no say. Yeah, no so pay, like, no say. <laughs> since you're not paying for it, you're, you're not controlling the content. Yeah, so sure. that gives, you know, me freedom to come up with what I, what I would like to put on there. So like, I don't have, it's not like you're doing a commercial job where it's like, you know, you have parameters you have to work within where, which is fine as well. But the freedom that you find when you do something just because you want to do it doesn't come along as often, mm-hmm. you know? So it's mm-hmm. a really great opportunity for that. What, what do you think? Like you, so you said like, you know, truck drivers don't like their stuff getting tagged. Like, is that just because like, you know, this is my truck. Don't do that. Like I'll, I'm the one who gets to say like who, who puts it on or like, oh, what, what, what do you think? Well, I mean, imagine, you know, if you had a car and, right. and your car was sitting in your driveway with mm-hmm. your family and your children and you had to use that car for your business every day and you know the world that you, you know, are working in, people mm-hmm. are looking at you and they're looking at your vehicle when you mm-hmm. pull up to their place of business to do your job. And it's got all this stuff that's just written yeah. on it. You know, yeah. it's not going to make that person feel good. And you know? it's probably not always, like, the most artsy or... Well, a lot of times it's just, you yeah. know, somebody really fast in the middle of the night trying not to get busted by the cops. So like, you know, just drawing their name on it really quick, yeah. you know, or, or spraying something on it really quick. And, you know, that's somebody's personal property. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's we were, we were talking about this recently. It's like, it's one thing where... 
you know, if the state owns it and some kid's like, man, I'm so sick of looking at this billboard and I'm so sick of looking at this sign that tells me what I can't do and then they tag yeah. it, well, mm-hmm. you know, it's like... Like, like KRS, KRS once said, if your taxes pay for it, go ahead and bomb it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, from, from what we've found is that um, getting to meet these guys, you know, and then we'll go paint some of them, their trucks, they have, they're in the driveway, some of them are on the street, but we've met their families, yeah. you know, their kids have come out and helped. Uh-huh. So a lot of these guys that we've met have, are uh, immigrated from other countries, yeah. saved up enough money to buy a truck. So now it's like they have their own, it's their own little dream. They have their own own source of business and they take a lot of pride in it. And you, the trucks are, you know, in rough shape for what you you pay for them. So a coat of paint will take it from like, you know, this to like, oh, you know, like from that to that, like just with a a fresh coat of paint and they're like beaming afterwards. So I think it makes them feel, changes their their day-to-day life and it makes it gives them a lot of pride awesome so like i want to go back to what you said about you know like um you know painting until you're like your hands like hurt i like i feel like really like you know if you're not an artist you don't really get that you think sort of like a you know sort of like you know just exaggerating but you know i'm i'm a musician right you play until your fingers yeah yeah i just play until like it just like cut into my hands and it's not like it's not like you're trying to prove anything. It's just like you're so into the moment uh-huh. you forget about like, oh wait, yeah, I'm still a person. I see. You can still like, you know, you can still hurt yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, um, I don't play guitar so much anymore because I've got some issues with like my arms. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I know exactly what you mean. You know, I would play it until my wrists felt like they were going to break, until my fingers were bleeding, my calluses were coming off, my, yeah. you know, my arm was like stuck in position. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know? And I took that same. Um, I don't know, maybe it's masochism, but I, you know, I did the same thing into, you know, I mean, doing art. There's a little bit of, I guess, masochism. And just in every artist? Yeah, in every artist. Just, <laughs> yeah, probably, with, right? Are you just going to let stuff hold you back from doing what you want right. to do? Yeah. Right, and yeah, absolutely not. And there's only yeah. so much time. Yeah. And so, you know, we'll be out there. We've realized this past year we can paint until it's like 30 degrees out. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, you know, with, with a brush and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah, after 10 hours, you're yeah. like, oh, okay. But in the night, in the summer when it's nice, we have lights now. So we used to pull the truck up or go pick up truck on the side of the street to, to illuminate the side of a truck if it's, there's no light out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you just put the work in as long as you can, as hard as you can. Yeah, yeah. So you guys definitely had those nights where it was dark and you couldn't really see what you're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we hope we didn't screw that up, you know. Yeah. It was amazing. This uh, we were in we were in Brooklyn doing this this one truck and it was getting cold and I was getting irritated and because I don't mean you know I'm I'm Latina I don't like to be cold yeah you know like especially me, the New York some, City cold yeah, 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 yeah. Like that wet damp you know in your Butt bones cold, cold. and but you know I love him and I love painting with him and I know how important this is and it's getting dark and it's getting colder and then he's just like you know maybe. Maybe if we pull the truck up onto the sidewalk and I put the headlights on it and I was like, you know what? That's so funny. I don't even care <laughs> how cold I yeah, am, yeah. how annoyed I am or how hungry I am. Like, yeah, throw the truck up so on the sidewalk. It's a bit cold. You get a bit of a case of the fuckets and you're like, Yeah, it's exactly. The case of the fuckets. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. So, so yeah, you know, we'll, we'll deal with some, like the, the last one that we did, it was getting windy. He's doing these wild dances to stay warm. I'm in the truck with the heat blasting in my face and yeah. coming out to paint for five minutes. And then it's the opposite in the summer when it's oh, like a hundred degrees out, Brutal. you know, it's nasty out in your, like, you know, I've gotten sick from just being from so much sweating and so oh, yeah. much, like you're losing so much yeah, yeah, yeah. working for so long. Um, that's actually how I came in to start helping. 
But uh, but that's also you know if it was just easy then does the heat have any effect on the materials you use? Uh, it helps the paint dry faster. Oh, okay, well so that's good. In, in a sense, yeah, you know the cold weather um, right. will it, it dries less less quick, but in the in the summer when it's hot, it's like it's done. Yeah. And both of those things affect the actual paint that you're using while you're using it. If it's too cold, it gets really thick and hard and like it oh yeah yeah you have to constantly stir it up stir it up same thing in the heat though where it's like you know evaporating so you know you're you're constantly having to you know swirl things around swirl things around clean the brush out because it gets like gloppy yeah Yeah. you know it's it's a whole process i mean ideally god if we could only paint in like you know no humidity 75 degrees i'd be so happy Yeah. <laughs> That's not I'm sure right. once in a while you get those perfect days. Every once in a while, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, plus the weather's been so crazy lately. Oh yeah, like it's it, like 40 degrees one day, and it's I'm like negative like 30. Whiplash out here. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's nice one day, and it's cold. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm done with this weather. Yeah. New York City. So uh, the name you chose to use, Sin. Where like where'd that come from? Yeah, that's a, you know, I, I often think about that too, because I, I have trouble remembering. Um, from what I remember, so it, it's my name backwards, and somebody oh. thought of that years ago. I am, I am a friend of a friend was like, oh, why don't you just do that? Because I, I like visuals, and I'm not really so big on words, but this was pre-website like website days. Yeah. So like, no, you didn't even have a website or yeah. any of that kind of stuff. And I was starting to make stickers, and I was like, yeah, I need something. All right, well, you know, all right, I'll use that. I'll use that. And then I went to design school, and I realized I was like, you know, I can just, you know, if I wanted, I could take just take the S and lose the rest of it and use that as a brand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's other ways to like, you know, expand that and just use it as sort of a symbol if I want. Um, but that's basically where that came from. And I, I kind of like it because whether or not you're religious, there's always right and wrong, good and bad. And yeah. Everybody can relate to having done something wrong or having right. fucked up or having like, you know, been in a bad place or a bad space. Mm-hmm. And it's in the past with, you know, with the ED on the end of it. So I sort of feel like it, 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 it kind of can work in a lot of these ways. And a lot of the stuff that I, I paint now relates to, um, to those themes of humanity, good and bad. Even if you just see this little cartoon character or something, there's yeah. a lot more like yeah. behind it that, that I, that I go, uh, you know, yeah. into it. So those themes kind of come up quite a bit. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I no, but I feel like you know, like the the artist is sort of like the most selfless act somebody can do because you're just you know just putting out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just putting out, and then also like asking. You're not demanding to get paid. You know what I mean? Like you just put out to put out. It's basically a, like an artist. <laughs> that can be taken in such a different context. I'm gonna put out, Bruce. What am I gonna put out? What am I gonna put out? Um, I don't know. That's your, your um, artistic. I think uh, I'm too expensive for you, David. <laughs> Debatable. Oh. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It is debatable. Bruce told you. Um, Um, Yeah, but like we were like in a couple bands. We were like in four bands, and we we it had it took uh, four bands for us to notice we're not that good. (laughs) (laughs) We're not. I don't think it wasn't that we're that good. It's just maybe just wasn't for us. Like. We loved making music, yeah. right, but right. there was always some struggle. There was always something that we weren't doing right. right. And then it wasn't until recently where we had our eyes set. I was like, hey, 
we appreciate hey, hey, what Bruce. everybody like we, we we went through so many struggles yeah. when it was yeah. and so we, back to this, this, these bands were these like four of the same style music bands or oh, they switched um, up a little bit I think it, the it was mostly the same like, thing so what happened was I was in a band um, before and I brought Bruce in and then we left with another member right so then we took that member we made another band uh-huh. and then we took that member out and then it was just, it was just us. us too it was like every time we were in a new band it was just less <laughs> people yeah. and just us awesome. until yeah. it was just us yeah. and we performed a couple of times yeah. and and then so we're you just know like what? we're not very good at <laughs> making music but we really like listening to it so we, we yeah. can make this into something we, we, we totally respect how people have struggle and put out their art they're like it's not easy it's really not easy yeah. to put yourself out there. Um, there's times where I remember this is one time really hot summer. I'm holding like two 50 pound amps and a bass uh-huh. on my yeah, back. Yeah. He's holding his guitars yeah. and like some yeah. mic stands and we're in the subway and we're walking yeah. in the heat yeah, 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 yeah. and times where we practice in and the cold. No, no, no. And then to top it all off, we didn't even get to perform that day. Oh, my God. <laughs> we had to bring it all back. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah, pretty yeah. bad. So that's, yeah. that's where this kind of sparked. Yeah. It's like, you know, we would have loved to have this platform mm-hmm. when we were in bands to just, you know, let people know who we are. And yeah, just talk about art. And just, just talk about, like, you and yourself as an artist yeah. in New York City. Well, I feel like, you know, us as New Yorkers, we don't really pay much attention to, like, the people on the subway. Or and I feel like if you get to explain yourself and you get to say oh, yeah, it gives what you are you're doing here. Your motivation, yeah. it's people just tend to respect it and be more interested in it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so. I'd like to take this opportunity to mention that my band is playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> what's, uh, what's, uh, what's your band? What's your band? Inrod. Inrod. Uh, Inrod. Yeah. If you uh, if you want to, parental advisory, trigger warning, content uh, warning. Okay. Like the lyrics are, you know, there's a lot of swearing. Um, well, maybe we and oh, you guys drug and sex references. Oh, so fuck. like, you know. Oh man, that's can, watch can, yourself. Can, can, um, we actually have. Can, can we fucking swear, please? Uh, yeah, but we have to do that curse counter. Okay. Are we going to... Wait, a curse counter? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to start I, this thing. I try so to like, die down on the podcast, yeah, but so I have a really filthy mouth, What, what so. we want to do from from now on is, like, every time we say, like, you know, fuck or like, uh, some, time, some fucking bad word or whatever, we're going to put in, like, a set amount into, like, a charity for, like, an animal center or something. Or something. Oh, man. Yeah, well, yeah. if you if you want to <laughs> donate a lot of money, listen to Tortoise by Inrod. I say fuck, I don't know, maybe 39 or 40 There's times. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we're playing on March 9th at awesome. uh, Tender Trap. Cool. Tender Trap. Yeah, yeah, in Brooklyn. So if oh. you guys are around, it'll yeah. be pretty yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm always looking to check new things out and go to certain venues. I, I feel like this, like, we're more, like, into the scene now than we were oh, back then. definitely. Just by talking to more artists. You know, we, we really didn't think about going and performing with other people, mm. which is what was the no. problem with us. It was just, like, us two. Yeah. We didn't know many people. Yeah. When we were making music, yeah. we didn't know anybody who wanted to make music, which probably sounds weird. Cause, that sounds so strange. Yeah. 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 But w- it was just barren for us. We couldn't find anybody else who wanted to make music. Like, we were, I guess maybe. To was, be fair, to be very, very fair, we went to an architecture school. That That's true. Okay. Yeah, well. we were. We probably shouldn't yeah. have been in that school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I, yeah. I, I didn't care about architecture. I didn't care about architecture either. Oh, you know why I went? Why? Because uh, my dad worked in construction, right? Um, he worked like two, three blocks away from there, so he'd always drop me off. I was like, you know what? David, David be in architecture. You should be in architecture. Architect. 
in architects. You could be a proud well, boss. You guys, now you're you know, decide podcast. to pursue yeah. architecture again. Then you Dad's can best. talk to my husband here, and he'll talk to me, and we'll decide if we have time to paint something on the side of your building. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. It's <laughs> kind of plugs. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. That's what this yeah. is for. Well, awesome. It's been a. Uh, it's been fun. I'd say so. Yeah. And yeah. If you ever want to have your band interviewed. Oh yeah. 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 Just bring them on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, definitely. Let's cool. uh, hit us back up on on the Instagram and set that up. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. That's great. It was nice talking to you guys. So quick yeah. as thirty minutes. I've I felt. I felt like it did go by pretty quick. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Yeah, I feel like we we never get as much time as we want with people. Yeah. yeah. Well, before before we go, before we go, I brought a couple of things for you for you guys. Ooh, for oh, us. this is a, yeah. sounds like the first. perks immediately start rolling in. I brought you guys some some stickers. Awesome. What's up? And you know what's good for you guys? I throw stickers everywhere. Actually, I'm oh, in my house in my neighborhood. Sick. Yeah, these uh, stickers. That's what's up, man. I like. It. I'm gonna take put this shit on. I kind of like the color too. Oh, There's I'm gonna. Thing. I mean, my my man here. He's so great with design and product. Yeah. I yeah. some of my what's, favorite stuff. Dope. It's funny you guys mentioned like, going to architecture school. I went to school for graphic design, identity design, yeah. kind of stuff. I did it for a little while, and then just realized it, it wasn't where. Where I wanted to be at, right. but now I just use it to make T-shirts and stickers yeah. and all that kind of I mean, stuff. So. You, pick, you pick something up, and yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you gotta try, you, go you gotta try new things to like see what you're actually made of. Yeah. You know what I mean? So as long as it gets you to yeah. where you're at, oh yeah, then for sure. It was part of the smart fucking move by you. I'm gonna wear this for the next one. Yeah, you just <laughs> got yourself some more free advertising. Yeah, cool. That's yeah, pretty cool. Awesome. All right, it was great. Thank you guys very much for having us. Well, I'll keep you posted with you guys. It was nice meeting you. Yeah, nice meeting you. Yeah, nice meeting you. All right. Hope to invite uh, to you know interview your band soon. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. Awesome. I think that's it. That's I think so. Yeah. Cool. cool. Wow. All right. Cool. Feels like I'm in another world now. Yeah. Right. Like after the. Yeah, that sounded pretty good in there. Yeah. But those headphones can pick up anything. Well, and Ellen oh, really, really digs these. Really, really. Like, I wonder what they sound like to sing it to. Probably I not. They, I think they sound uh, pretty good. There's a setting. This is fucking because they have like a they have a bunch of them. You bring up the the box, so like it, it comes with like different sort of uh, patterns that it can pick up. So like, this is different. Uh, this, yeah, I really like this actually. Cool, awesome. Apparently, it's like one of the better mics on the market. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, on the lower end, on the lower ends, they're like one of the best. Yeah. Oh, these guys are safe in the back here. Oh no, on this. Like I've seen YouTubers have have those oh, yeah. mics. Yeah, they're decent mics. Um, oh, yes. So yeah. she's like Yeti and then he's a Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I um, oh, I need to get uh, cool. some home recordings. See, like these kind of style graphics now, generation is changing. Yeah. This stuff is everywhere. When right. I was in school, I did a packaging for beer in matte black and the teacher was for, for a product class. The teacher was like, no, you, you can't have a, and I had a skull on it. It's like, it can't be black and you can't have a skull. Wow. This is like 15 years ago. Yeah. And then I went to work for him afterwards and he came and apologized to me and he was like, you, you know what, you were right. Now if you go into the supermarket, go in this black flat packaging, yeah. everything, everything, potato yeah. chips, and there's fucking skulls on everything and there's all these little characters yeah. everywhere. I mean, I guess little, sometimes the problem for like an artist is like you're too ahead. You know what I mean? Like well, this was a guy that was like 65 year old white guy at that time. Yeah. So his mind was set in a particular like. It's got to be green with beige. And I know. <laughs> I lived it, but he don't. He doesn't. He 
wasn't connected with like what else was coming up. Right, right, right. So that was like kind of one of the things about that. I was like, all right, enough of this shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah. You showed up, baby. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't work. Right. Thank you. I think we made more off of this than we ever had in the in performing ever. What do you mean? We didn't make anything. We didn't make any money. No, nobody ever did. Okay, we're making money now. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, you're wait making money. Where's wait my money? Second. Oh yeah, well, I remember spending money. I don't remember spending that. That's art, Bruce. That's the artist. Oh, yeah, I do. Here, I got, um, I got a couple of stickers from the band. He was like, the last. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Cool. That's in there without it. Yes, it will. <laughs>